just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. <laughs> <laughs> just how to get it out and it starts it starts with a giggle <laughs> so welcome everybody to the robin callie <laughs> show who was opening the yeah show. i think we yeah something happened there so any anyway welcome to another episode great to have everybody listening we hope everybody had a pretty good day my name's rob k i'm sitting here with my really good sister friend callie alpert what's up callie hi robbie how are you doing i'm good how are you i'm doing well thank you yeah i'm excited to be here as usual feeling good yeah you know it inspires me doing this radio show. Oh, funny you should mention the word inspires. Yeah? Yeah, I think that's like a little foretelling of things to come tonight, but I don't want to I don't want to blow your introduction. Well, I think tonight we're going to talk about inspiration. What inspires you? Mm-hmm. So feel free to call in the number is 877-480-4120. We'd love to hear any stories of inspiration. Maybe some people out there aren't feeling so inspired and they could use some stories of what inspires you. But the way that I came up with this topic. Yeah, because you have been thinking about this one for a while. I have been. And what, you know, what happened was um, I think last week or something I was on Facebook and just looking at some of the comments about the shows. And there's this friend of mine, Farah, on Facebook who I knew from my gym in Brooklyn years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's been really supportive of the show. And... Um, I was thinking about when I first met her and how inspirational it was. And so what happened was, I think this was about maybe 10 years ago when I was living in Brooklyn and I would go to this gym and she worked there and she usually was at the front desk when I'd walk in and she's this really cute, friendly gal from Ohio, just really down to earth, very sweet, beautiful girl, just fun to be around, really nice. And I was not dating women like that at the time. <laughs> Should I ask what you were dating? I was was well, that inspired? Well, put it this way. I was still in my pretty unavailable <laughs> stage, I think. And I was unavailable, chasing unavailable women. You know, I still was having trouble letting women get that close, maybe for like a long term thing, you know. So um, I was trying to get better at dating and attracting better women. But this is what inspired me to really turn the corner and get into a whole new realm of meeting women, Mm -hmm. women that I really wanted to be with. And so what happened was I would go in there and talk to her and, you know, then I go and do an elliptical machine or weights or whatever. And one day I was talking to her at the front desk and I was looking at her and I was just thinking about how beautiful she was because she's really a beautiful woman. And, um, she's married, you know, but it was this kind of thing where I just see her at the gym And we were talking and I could see how welcoming she was and how open she was to a guy talking to her and just being friendly. And it's like usually I would rush around at that time in my life, like go from one place to the other, kind of that New York hustle thing. And I remember telling myself, she's really enjoying this conversation. Just stand here and talk to her. And I kind of just took in the vibe, you know, that this beautiful, friendly, fun, nice, kind, sexy girl was talking to me at the gym. You can say it, even yeah. if Farrah's listening. Yeah, no, she's just, married. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to think of adjectives, <laughs> but it was just, it was just a great experience because, again, at the time, I wasn't meeting women like that. I was meeting, meeting women who were pretty unhappy mm-hmm. and didn't seem 
like they really wanted to have a conversation like that or have that type of closeness or intimacy, even just out in public, you know? Yeah. So I remember how that had an effect on me and I felt so inspired and I was like, what if I met a chick from the Midwest like her? (laughs) And then wouldn't you know, I met Stephanie, a really good girlfriend of mine who I'm still friends with. I met her, I would say months later. And Stephanie's from Indiana, and it was this Midwest girl who's sexy, down-to-earth, friendly, open, welcoming of a guy like me who's looking for something fun and exciting and and just a new relationship. And Farrah really was the inspiration, I think, for me, one of the inspirations for me meeting Stephanie. Oh, wow. That's very, that's nice. So you're talking about inspiration in the scheme. Because when I think of this word, I think of it on so many different levels. I think what I'm hearing from your story is that it's, um, it's a little seed, a little spark of something that inspires you to open up. Right. Or to change your attention. Yeah. Right. Or to redirect your thinking or however you want to put it. Yeah. You know, I was thinking um, earlier today, I'm pretty sure Wayne Dyer, I believe, had a book called Inspiration or Finding Your Inspiration or something that was inspiration related. And so, you know, when he used to talk about and and certainly he spoke a lot about inspiration, regardless if I'm um, uh, messing up the name of his um, book Mm. that was from a bunch of years ago. Mm. Um, But he talked about inspiration, uh, you know, as as completely the opposite of motivation, motivation being something where it's concrete and it comes from your mind and you take steps and it's goal oriented, that inspiration comes from sort of divine providence and comes from a little intangible um, that you can find in a myriad of different places. Mm -hmm. So even... Um, just now, right before we started talking, I'm thinking about how, um, for me, there's a lot of art forms that inspire me. Mm-hmm. And the other day, music is one of those yeah. that happens a lot. Yeah. Because it comes in so many different forms, depending on what mood you're in or what kind of inspiration you need. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was driving, um, it, it was yesterday, and I was driving to um, meet a friend for a hike. And it was a really lovely day, a little hint of um, spring here in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And he, um, I heard some really great music on the radio as I was driving. And so, you know, I turn the music up. I can start feeling it. Suddenly I feel like Superwoman. I pretend I'm in a, <laughs> I pretend I'm in a convertible and my hair, I'm, I'm driving a Toyota Corolla that's almost 10 years old. But so, somehow in that moment, I'm in a convertible and I'm this, you know, freewheeling, free spirited character and everything, you know, um, life has endless possibilities and I'm going to do this, this and this and I'm feeling empowered. And it was just in the moment of like these two really great songs that I heard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and I was thinking about the word too. I was going to look up the definition, but I didn't. I was like, let me just try and, you know, wing it here. You know, I think inspiration probably has something to do when we connect with our soul, you know, that sort yeah. of inside energy that we have. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, I brought a whole list. You do have more notes than I've in, seen ever. Because what happened was, been doing well, show. I started to think about what inspires me. And I started with love, music, and I just went right through. And I just was like, oh, yeah, I got to add that to the list, you know? So, um, um, Do you want but, to share your, some of your list? Is that what we're doing? No, okay. maybe later. Okay. But no, so it's like it's usually so many different things, but I think it's things that touch my soul yeah, and just give me that lightness and that feeling like when we're little kids, like running around the playground, you know, just we feel so excited and inspired. And um, yeah, music is so powerful yeah, for is. me. Now, it, it can inspire me in two different ways. When I'm in a really good mood, it just takes me to another level of feeling good. And then if I'm feeling really sad or down, it kind of 
helps me get out of that mood, you know? Lifts the vibe a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there aren't there... Um, so when I think of the word inspiration, it comes like, you know, in so many different shapes and sizes and with different intentions, too. And so, you know, I think for me that um, there's two ways that I, um, I get inspired, at least two ways I look to be inspired. And one was is with, is with the intention of growing, just evolving as a human being. Yeah. And the other is with the intention of creating. Right. You know, and not that those two are even mutually exclusive if you want to get into the nitty gritty of it. But right. so, um, you know, because I, I, I wonder what inspires people. Often when I hear that word, I, I think of like an artist who goes and looks at, you know, goes to a great museum and looks at a beautiful painting and mm. it helps inspire their own personal artwork. Yeah. But I also know for me, if I'm, you know, I mean, it's the word inspirational, even on um, when you're watching inspirational videos online, right? Mm. Somebody that, uh, you know, a speaker or a motivational person that you are. Or an author or mm. a poet or whatever that you appreciate, um, that inspires me to eat, to want to be a better person or to go out and do something nice for someone or to stop complaining about my own stuff because you're reminded that, you know, people have it way worse. So yeah. there's different byproducts I think of inspiration yeah does that well, do you experience that yeah well when you talk about change though it's like I was having trouble at that point in my life manifesting an experience meeting a woman that yeah. I wanted to have a long-term relationship that was easy fun and sexy and crazy and just doing a lot of things I'd never done in a relationship before making dinners together on a Sunday night like things that I just had not experienced with somebody that I could see you know a long-term relationship with and so Farah helped that yeah because of meeting her it shifted my consciousness and maybe my unconsciousness where all of a sudden there's this little portal of energy like no you can experience somebody like this and then that helped me change my belief system or whatever to where yeah then all of a sudden I met this new woman I think so, it also comes in the form of when you see someone else doing something that you want to do. Yeah. Um, that, you know, where they make it possible or somehow it clicks. And yeah. us sitting here right now doing this podcast is a direct result of that for me. Yeah. We had talked about this for many years, as you reminded me on a throwback Thursday when you posted some picture of some horrendous picture of me from a meeting what are you we had at about? a diner in 2008. Yeah, the coolest hat on. <laughs> I look, I mean, what a shock. I look like a throwback to the 70s but hey that not, that not a lot has changed there that hat was so funky yo <laughs> um <You> so, we, <laughs> so we had the seeds planted but it was really somebody that i met almost a year ago who i knew for less than 24 hours who um is very passionate about his ongoing podcast and there was something about the way he talked about it and the creative expression that it gave him and um, just his commitment to it that sealed the deal for me and yeah. for whatever reason in that little window of time that I knew this person and yeah. I still can't explain why he has since learned I, I just recently thanked him actually for his you know putting the punctuation on the end of our kind of um, you know our endeavor to really commit to this yeah but it can happen like that too yeah yeah, you never know, like different people that you meet out and about. And I think one of the things that I noticed when I was doing this list of things that inspire me is it really connects to joy. Yeah. Everything on this list brings me joy. And so when, you know, we meet different people out and about and when we're not staying to ourselves and we're open to the world, the world just introduces us sometimes to 
levels of joy or things that'll bring us joy that we hadn't really thought of or we hadn't been able to do. Yeah. Like you and I needed a little push to finally get together and be like, we're doing this show and sit down that first episode and do a debut episode. And we had no idea what we were doing. And then here we are sitting in a radio <laughs> station taking calls. By the way, if you want to call in nice the number, segue. Did you like that segue? Numbers 877-480-4120. We're talking about inspiration, everybody. I just wanted to back up for a second. And if we're going to be really frank, wasn't a little part of what sealed the deal for us, the fact that we both were like, you know, had a lot of time on our hands. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to use the yeah. U word tonight. Yeah. I'm going to take a break from the U word. All right. No, we were looking for some inspiration to do something. <laughs> now, here's the thing. This show, as much as people have gotten so much from it, you and I talk about it all the time. Like, yeah. this is one of the high points of my week. I love this show. I love looking forward to it. I love being here and doing the show. And it brings me so much joy. It inspires me so much. I literally sometimes, you know, just have a different skip in my step walking down the street or I just feel taller after the show. Like we're really doing this, you know. Is that why you skip in here every um, Wednesday night? Yeah, it's trying to get in touch with that inner child, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Some people think I'm crazy, and I am, you know? <laughs> That's why I love you. Yeah. Um, I think that, too, you know, when we think about inspiration for, an, um, there's, a, there's a few different, like, well, let me ask you a question, actually. Let me throw it back to something you just said. Do you look for inspiration, or does it just show up? It's a great question. I think it's both. Yeah. It's both. I'm always looking for things that will inspire me. I'm always looking for joy during the day. It's just how much I can let in or feel that day, you know? Well, on that note, my friend, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We invite you to join us. Again, the number, if you'd like to call in, is 877-480-4120. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation on inspiration. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Robin Callie Show, and we are talking about inspiration. What inspires us? Why we care to get inspired? I was thinking um, just before the break that I think for me there's two. If I had to really separate it in, into two kind of schools of thought, mm. there are two ways that I try to get inspired when I'm looking for inspiration, not when it's just sort of happening passively. Mm. Um, one is by myself. When I go into nature, when I sit in quiet, when I meditate and just try to open up a channel for things to come in that I feel like I'm supposed to be knowing, feeling, insights, you know, inspirations I'm supposed to have on that particular day. Right. And then there's the total opposite of that, which is less my personality. But the more I think about it, the more I think about how it, it happens in the right company, which is with people. Some of my creative co you know, co-creators. Uh, kindred spirit friends and former colleagues and I'm thinking about um, well two people in particular right now but one who is a very close friend and a wildly talented editor slash producer who I've known for um, probably a dozen years now yeah and even though we don't see each other super frequently but you know enough when we're in touch and there's a lot of love and history there and I've created some of the professional work that I've done that I'm most proud of I've done with her She's always made me look really good. Mm -hmm. And but when we have conversations, even recently when we were out to dinner, 
it's so inadvertent. I never expect it to happen. And we start talking about one little seed of an idea. And the next thing I know, I'm completely excited and motivated and inspired to, you know, to see this idea through. And sometimes it comes in the most unexpected ways through the most unexpected people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's one of the things I was thinking about is how a lot of times most of the times that I've been inspired is because of people or relationships, you know, like I do the same thing. I meditate, I pray, I get inspiration from the universe. I do creative things and artist dates and I love to go to live concerts and things that really make me feel joy, joyful about being alive. And then at the same time, there are stories throughout the whole journey of my life where it's been relationships and different things about those relationships. And a lot of times with soulmate connections like you, where just when I get together with them, it's like two energies uniting and we just feel like so excited about life that I would not be able to do on my own. So for me, it's, it's about always getting out of the house, you know, yes. not isolating, yes. not staying to myself because I can go into that loner mode and connecting with people. I mean, I get inspired by strangers on the street. You know, the other thing I realized doing this list, and I think it's one of the takeaways for the show is sit down and write what inspires you. You know, it may help you maybe do some new things in your life. But one of the things that I saw is that I really get inspired by helping people. Mm. And from the time I wake up in the morning until I go to sleep, I'm really focused on helping people Mm -hmm. because it makes me feel good. It not only helps them, but it makes me feel inspired about life. Yeah, that's a really nice example because I share that with you. The idea of being of service or just doing something that might touch another human being in the course of the day. In fact, the opposite of that for me, one of the moments um, when I often get inspired, speaking of just observing people in human nature, is when I'm just watching strangers on the street or someone um, shows a gesture of kindness or tenderness towards somebody. That inspires me to want to continue to do that throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever told this story. I'm just uh, getting a little flashback to something that my sister and I used to do um, many, many years ago. It's it's actually a long kind of wacky story. Um, My sister and I were having like a sister date in New York City. We were out for lunch or maybe for drinks or something. Um, We met, um, there was a man sitting near us who um, took a shine to my sister. And we ultimately found out that he was like this, uh, you know, um, oil magnate from um, uh, Qatar or Kuwait or something like that. And he invited us later on that night to join him for drinks at his very schmancy hotel here in New York City, which we later did. We had a very lovely time. Then he retires to bed and he leaves his people with us. Anyway, the night goes on. It was fine. Perfectly respectable. Everything was nice. As we're leaving this very, very high-end hotel in New York City, we walk by a room that is clad in roses. All the walls clad in roses. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of roses Mm. on a Sunday night where a Mm. wedding and party had already. So my sister and I start picking them. It's like one o'clock in the morning. We figure they're going to go to waste, Mm -hmm. being the flower child, children that we are Mm. and we gather them and then we spontaneously start handing them out to people on the street oh i remember this yes did i tell you this yes oh, did go I? Ahead. all right so but you're telling everybody else this go has ahead. been there no. done that story no already. not at all go ahead so um and it's this is, it's re-inspiring me um it was <laughs> it was all extremely spontaneous and we started handing these roses out so we handed one to a homeless guy and to a taxi driver and to the doorman of the hotel and random passers-by it was interesting people that did not accept them that's a whole other show yeah um a lot of people, you know, you think that there's something that comes along with it or we're going to be Hare Krishna. I'm going to say Hare krishna it up, but that's not really relevant. Um, but we'd have some other agenda or right. somebody that, you know, we were trying to rope them in for some other um, 
membership of whatever, um, which was obviously not the case. And then um, after that, because it was such a wonderful experience for us, again, not selfless at all. Yeah. And thanks to whoever spent a lot of money on those really pretty flowers, we created a little ritual. We did it when my nieces were younger. Um, We would buy a bunch of roses at a deli, corner deli, and, you know, we'd go to like a family brunch and then we'd stand on the street and start doing the same thing. And we recreated that. So I guess, um, and again, brought nice, you know, brought a a nice level of joy to everyone else, but also to us. And it was a really fun lesson to teach um, my nieces who were much younger at the time. Mm. So that was so sort of inspiration begets inspiration, right? Because yeah. it was just, um, you know, just a bunch of unsuspecting roses that were on their on their last chapter. Yeah. And it really, you know, we kind of started sharing, you know, sharing it around. So mm-hmm. it happens in so many different ways. Well, and just I, stay open. Yeah. And I, I really think it's all about the human spirit. Yeah. I think it's all about the human spirit. I'm always amazed and inspired that no matter what's going on in New York City, if someone's in trouble, a bunch of people rush to them. Mm. And it's like, that's the human spirit, you know? And I find that most of the times, a lot of times I'm inspired by underdog stories or people facing their worst fear and having the courage to go through it. Whatever the details are, it's more about them actually walking through that fear and getting to the other side and winning and in some way, you know, whether it's a sports story or personal story or whatever, it's, it's people that are trying to have a good life and actually succeeding at that. I love that video. I think it's on YouTube. It's called famous failures. Oh, and it yeah, talks yeah, about, yeah these people that at some point in their life failed and failed miserably sometimes like Abe Lincoln lost so many elections before he was elected president of the United States and he had terrible depression and um, eventually became one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. Michael Jordan got kicked off his high school basketball team and went home and cried. So hard to imagine. I know. And then he became like one of the greatest athletes of all time. So I love stories like that, you know. That's actually, those are nice examples when there's like a tri- you know, triumphant aspect to somebody who, you know, you can look back now and, and think it was all a joke and it just motivated them to try harder and then they become these icons. So that's actually a really nice example. Mm-hmm. I guess the other thing that's noteworthy here is to think about the opposite side of the continuum, which is when you're not feeling inspired and what to do about that. You know, mm-hmm. I know so many people that, especially if you um, make your living from being an artist and so there's more pressure on the... Um, need to create or to produce. Yeah. Um, I myself have experienced writer's block at some of the most inopportune times when I have a deadline. And um, I know a lot of creative types that, you know, will go sometimes. We hear that even about famous uh, musicians and artists that go through periods of time where they just can't seem to summon it up or it's blocked or there's difficult things going on that get in the way. Again, you get that dense energy around you and it's hard to flow. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's the what's the way around that? I guess sometimes it it kind of harkens back in some ways to our inertia show, you mm-hmm. know, just trying to find some little space, some little breath, not putting too much pressure on yourself, but maybe just changing the energy, walking outside your front door, talking to a friend, reading a book, diverting your focus away from what it is you supposedly need to do because the inspiration might come through a completely different and unexpected channel. Yeah. 
right? Well, and I mean, I am a walking, talking miracle. I truly am. And You are a miracle. I, I am. Hallelujah, sister. But it's like from where I started in life, especially when I was a young man and just getting on a spiritual path and trying to work through depression and things like that, it's amazing that I'm at where I'm at and I have so much joy and inspiration in my life that I can share with other people. And I think it's because I focused on a spiritual solution and a connection with a power greater than myself and prayer and meditation and letting that energy help me make changes that I couldn't possibly make on my own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's something too. I mean, kudos to you. I'll just be, you know, completely, uh, you know, congratulatory to you, even though I'm completely biased, um, which is that, uh, you know, you're helping so many people just by being so open and transparent with your own experience, because that's not an easy topic to talk about. That's a whole other form of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a call from Jennifer on the line. Jennifer, are you with us? Hello. Hi. What's up, Jen? Hi, guys. Hi. How's where are you calling from? Portland, Oregon. My motherland, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> is it raining out there? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rhetorical question, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, does the rain inspire you? It does, actually, because um, it makes me want to stay inside and work. Do cool. you connect with the idea of inspiration? I mean, is it something that is it, is it an active part of your I life was, every day? I'm an I'm a writer and an artist, and I relate to the periods of blockage that you guys talk about. I think that happens to every artist, and what I do in those moments is I just go to a museum or a gallery or to the movie mm. theater, and invariably. I'll read a book or I'll see a film or I'll see a show of paintings or photographs and whatever. I just suck up that person's inspiration. It's almost like you can borrow another artist's inspiration and it always, it, it never fails really. Yeah, that's so me. that's that's such a great way. And yeah. we are actually um, we're nearing the end of our um, of our show right now. So I'm so glad that you called to share that. It sounds like the bottom line for your experience is that you if you take yourself out of your own kind of space and just start to take in drink in somebody else's inspiration that that permeates your blockages. Is that like a fair way to put it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's such a great reminder. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for the show. I love it. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Keep Jennifer. doing it, and please make it an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually talking about that. We're having production meetings about I'll, that. So I'll thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much, All right, Jennifer. thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. So this is the end of another episode, and really appreciate Jennifer calling in, everybody listening. If you want to find out more about us, we're on Facebook, Twitter, The Robin Callie Show. If you're interested in a life coaching session with me, you can go to robk.com. And if you're interested in learning more about me, please check me out at callialpert.com. You can also contact us at the Robin Callie Show at gmail.com. Take care, y'all. Thank you.